expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 18 points this morning from yesterday's close at 18,213 on turnover of 3 billion NT. The market rebounded on Wednesday, rising almost 280 points, following a slump seen in the previous two sessions, as investor sentiment improved in the wake of reduced tensions between Russia and Ukraine. Buying was seen across the board, with the bellwether electronics sector in focus, as heavyweight semiconductor stocks led the upturn to push the main board above the 18,200-point mark, after bargain hunters returned to the trading floor. The Central Epidemic Command Center says it is currently considering allowing people who test positive for the coronavirus Omicron variant to quarantine at home if they have mild symptoms. According to Health Minister Chen Shizhong, such a move is a possibility, but only if cases continue to trend mild and capacity is sufficient. However, the health minister is stressing that it will likely be some time before infected individuals will be allowed to skip quarantine and only undertake self-health management. Taiwan's first death from the Omicron variant was reported earlier this week, but health authorities say the risk of death from Omicron remains relatively low and being fully vaccinated offers the best protection. The Health Promotion Administration says it is looking to establish more fitness centers for the elderly across the island over the coming years. According to the administration, the plan is to set up over 280 of the centers across the island from now through 2025. The move comes on the back of concern about Taiwan's fast-aging population, with figures showing the number of people aged 65 or older now standing at nearly 17% of the island's total population. And the Health Promotion Administration says it's hoped the increase in the number of fitness centers targeting the elderly will help them to exercise regularly and live more healthy lives. In international news, the U.S., European Union, and others have pledged 600 million U.S. dollars in additional funds to help hundreds of thousands still struggling six months after a powerful earthquake struck Haiti's southern region. The pledges made Wednesday during a conference held by the United Nations and Haiti's government fell short of an international push to raise $2 billion to help the country rebuild from a magnitude 7.2 quake that struck in August. It killed an estimated 2,200 people and destroyed or damaged more than 130,000 homes 
and some 1,250 schools. A UN official called the two billion figure daunting, but said Haiti needs international support. And a drop in the number of coronavirus cases may result in a change in guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The AP's Ed Donahue reports. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says things are moving in the right direction. We want to remain vigilant to do all we can so that this trajectory continues. The government is contemplating a change in guidance. We want to give people a break from things like mask wearing when these metrics are better and then have the ability to reach for them again should things worsen. Government and business leaders have been out ahead of the CDC in ending things like mask mandates. Walensky says there is one shared goal. To get to a point where COVID-19 is no longer disrupting our daily lives, a time when it won't be a constant crisis. Walensky says regardless of regulations, there are times when someone is not feeling well, they should still wear a mask. Ed Donahue, Washington. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.